Hello, EKN Nation, and welcome to another edition of This Week in Carding. My name's Rob Howden, joined as always by David Cole. It is episode number 29. We're midway through the final month of the 2020 calendar. It's December the 16th. And those of you who tune in regularly to our This Week in Carding podcast, you know that we present in podcast form all the major news that makes its way to the EKN homepage over the last uh, few weeks. We call it This Week in Carding. It's normally every month. This one actually not too bad. Our last episode was December the 2nd. So just two weeks ago, we had our last episode. This particular edition of the podcast, which is perfect for morning and afternoon commutes, you're working on your cart in the garage, you're heading to the racetrack, whatever it may be. Uh, perfect, as we said, for heading to work. This edition brought to you by Acceleration Cart Racing. Acceleration Cart Racing has everything you need to go racing from tires to helmets. They have a great website for you to order from and cart racers ready to pick up the phone and answer your questions six days a week. With over 20 years of cart racing under their belts, Acceleration Cart Racing has the experience to help you succeed on the racetrack. You can rely on them to get the parts you need when you need them. Make Acceleration Cart Racing your go-to source for everything karting. David, uh, bring you to the show now. We obviously uh, lament the fact that we're normally uh, a month apart on our this week in podcast, our in karting podcast. We're actually just two weeks from the last one. So now that the season's kind of gone and we're in the office for an extended period of time, we're getting better with this. Well, we're getting better with it. We have more time and there's more news to talk about. Uh, there's a lot. You're right. There's a lot. During the... Uh, you know, those late summer months of, you know, August and September, we're, we're typically at the racetrack more than we are in the office. So that has a lot to do with it. And there's not a lot of news happening going on. But, you know, as we as we look forward to turning the calendar over to the 2021 season and just life in general, uh, there's a lot of news happening within the sport, especially schedule announcements and changes and and uh, things that are going to be coming about for uh, for the new year. Yeah, indeed. That's some of the, the stuff you're going to hear, folks, off the top of this uh, show. Uh, we're talking 2021, obviously. The 2020 season now done and in the books. Daytona with the WK Cart Week firing things up here in a couple of weeks. But lots to talk about in terms of the 2021 season. David, let's start with the uh, the West Coast and, and chat a bit about the Challenge of the Americas. Uh, they were able to get their – actually, they got their dates out. I think it was back in May or something like that, their initial dates. They've had those for, for a lot a long time. Uh, but a little bit of shuffle in the locations of the, the races. We know that they were going to Cal Speed, Phoenix, and Sonoma this year. Uh, but some stuff happened with NASCAR, changing their schedule. You know, their kind of adjustments led to some some necessary adjustments from the guys at the Challenge of the Americas. Well, essentially, the opener was, or they were trying to get the second event to be Cal Speed, uh, the, the event in February. Uh, but NASCAR decided to schedule their uh, their Auto Club Speedway event uh, for the same weekend that uh, Andy Sazeman and the FTK Promotions was trying to do uh, the second event of the Challenge of America. So with that, they made the Cal Speed event the opener in January and made the Phoenix Kart Racing Association facility the second stop in February. So uh, with uh, the recent... Uh, Announcement by NASCAR moving out of the Auto Club Speedway for 2021 on that particular date. It allowed Saysman to go back to Cal Speed and be like, hey, are we able to host our event this time and make it the second event rather than the first event? And they were on board with it. 
and PKRA was on board with changing their event from the uh, from the second event to making it the opener now. So that's uh, that is the uh, the shuffling that has taken place now with the Challenge in America. So January twenty second through the twenty fourth, Phoenix Kart Racing Association in Glendale, Arizona. February 26th through the 28th, Cal Speed Karting in Fontana, California. That'll be the second event of the program. So, and again, ending up with Sonoma Raceway in March 26th through the 28th. I think if uh, 2020, David, taught us any, anything or, or uh, at least uh, conditioned us to anything, that we got to be flexible, right? It's just so so much movement. Uh, and and again, good for Andy Saisman, as you said, the, the guys from uh, FTK Promotions. For having the flexibility, and of course, thank you to those those venues as well. Because man, you know, you you do what you got to do. Andy had to move, you know, wanted to get that cal speed in a certain date. Had to move some things back and forth, and eventually, based on what's happened, he actually goes back to the kind of the way he wanted it, which I think will be good. Yeah, goes back to the way he wanted it, and they're they're putting in Plan Bs for the uh, for the remainder of the schedule. Because as of right now, Arizona seems to never want to be shut down. <laughs> so, uh, which is the complete opposite of what's going on in the state of California. So, you know, for the February event, they still have a backup plan of going to Tucson, which will be the Muscleman Honda circuit uh, in February, depending on what COVID-19 guidelines are going to be issued by that time. So, uh, you know, I would assume by the time we get to PKRA, we'll know, uh, whether, you know, a little bit, have a better idea of whether we're going to Cal speed or not. But, uh, you know, as of right now, Cal speed is a destination and, you know, we're now, we're, we're, you know, we're hoping that numbers will continue to go downward and, uh, and the track will, will not be shut down. Yeah. Let's cross our fingers. I know that everybody's, uh, you know, ready, more than ready to get rid of 2020, hoping that 2021 will bring, bring back some of that normalcy that we're all looking for. And of course, now with the dropping of the vaccine in certain areas, let's cross our fingers that, uh, the ripple effect of that will potentially, uh, kind of open up to allow some of these, you know, these, these spectator events, these motorsports events that we want to have happen. Uh, Dave, let's stay with the rock cup program on the uh, on the west coast stay with ftk promotions uh, we had a chance to do a happy hour with howden face to face myself yourself uh andy Saisman and sean Buer, uh hooked up for a primetime show uh, a couple of weeks ago and they talked about you know the challenges that andy had to deal with in somehow being able to put on the california rock championship you know you mentioned pkra they actually went there for their first crc race of 2020 just to be able to get away from the covid uh mandates as you had said they were able to have an event there uh dates confirmed now though for the 2021 california rock championship dave six rounds of racing over five events yeah dates and locations aside from uh the series finale something he mentioned in our uh, face-to-face broadcast uh yeah the program they they sent out a a questionnaire to competitors over the last two years and and got the feedback and kind of Kind of form the schedule around it. Obviously, um, it's it's a summer based program, you know, so it's a continuation of what happens after the uh, the winter program for Challenge the Americas, but really is more so of just a, a place for for regional racing in the Rock Cup USA program in the, in the state of California. Ironically, though, it, they have gone now outside <laughs> the state of California last year, with, as you said, with Phoenix, and this year moving up to Oregon. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but they're going to open up the season May 7th through the 8th at Buttonwill Raceway Park. That'll be put on by Andy Saisman 
and the FTK Promotions Group at Button Willow. It'll be a one-round event. So again, practice Saturday, qualify Saturday, and then racing on Sunday. Uh, Sonoma Raceway will be part of the program again. It will be there twice this year, uh, as it was in 2020, uh, working with the Rock Sonoma Group. Um, they host the event. Uh, they promote. They put on the event uh, and do all the details and and uh, the California Rock Championship goes there and competes with uh, with those competitors that are racing there and account then the points count uh, towards the series. They'll be there May seventh through eighth, or sorry, June twelfth through thirteenth, and then again in August the twenty one yeah. through the twenty second. Uh, now, you, go ahead. Oh, you're, you're rolling into the next one, which I think is great. And this, the cool thing is, and I'm sure you'll bring this up. This this next event, you talked about getting outside of California. This really what came as part of their survey that they have for their drivers, correct? I believe so. Yeah, you. I don't know everything. I can't remember everything Andy and Sean talked about. In well, we did their, have a couple of beers that night. Yeah, I, I and I I tend to ignore what they say when they're talking, <laughs> but. Uh, that's true. Um, I get that. Yeah, I I would go back and listen to uh to and watch the face to face or listen to it on our podcast, whichever way you you prefer uh, to uh, to listen to our content. But uh, yeah, essentially they you know it was one of the tracks that people in the series wanted to go to, and and you know it it and also the format because this event July twenty third twenty twenty fifth Pat Acres Racing Complex in Canby, Oregon is going to be a essentially like a, a challenge in America's event where you go in on Friday, you practice all day, and then you have two different rounds on Saturday and Sunday, each different yeah. racing round. So not everybody wanted the entire California Rock Championship to be that type of format. So this allows those who enjoy that type of format to take part in an event like that and then also for the series to move to a different uh, location outside what you consider the the California box with Sonoma and in Southern California. So uh, it'll be a unique, uh, a unique event. And uh, as Andy and Sean talk about, it's going to be a great summer fest. It'll be uh, a rocking weekend uh, with obviously a lot of events on and off the racetrack. Uh, so September 25th, 26th, the TBD finale, David, you've got your ear on the ground. Have you been able to talk to Andy? Is there any kind of indication, a hint of, of where this finale could be? Likely somewhere in Southern California, uh, yeah, obviously with, with Northern California having two events, uh, the Pat's Acres Racing Complex, the, the far, far north of the program now. Uh, I, I it, It's going to be in Southern California, just the location has not yet been determined. There you go. All right, folks, we're getting started here on this edition of This Weekend Carding. Again, episode number 29. It's December the 16th. Rob Howard alongside David Cole. Lots to come. Thank you for tuning into this broadcast here, whether you're listening on the EKN Radio Network app or you've downloaded the podcast. We'll be back on the other side of this break. We're talking F-Series Gear Up Challenge. We're going to talk a little bit of Rotax as well. Stay with us. Lots to come here on the EKN Radio Network. Jensen Button, Yas Verstappen, and Roman Grosjean. All former techno kart drivers and champions. Get ready, America, for the techno kart invasion. Formed in the 1970s, the Italian manufacturer has new representation in the U.S., and they're already winning races and championships. Techno Kart USA is owned and operated by top national masters drivers Lauren Tumardan and Christian Vomir and they are focused on building the new Techno Kart Dealer Network. 
The TechnoCart line hits all the different engine platforms in American karting, beginning with the TR28 Special for four-cycle racing. The TR30 is Techno's chassis for 100cc and 125cc tag competition, and we also have a TR Cadet and Kid Kart for the drivers coming into the younger age groups of the sport. In 2021, TechnoCart USA will be attending the Rock Cup Florida Winter Tour, United States Pro Kart Series and Route 66 programs, the Rock the Rio and Scusa Super Nationals in Las Vegas, and will continue to support our home track, the Badger Kart Club. Race-winning arrive-and-drive programs are available, and kart shops interested in adding a new quality chassis to their lineup should contact us today. Be sure to follow TechnoCart USA LLC on Facebook and Instagram. If you're searching for a program to elevate you up the motorsports ladder, Crosslink Competition is your next step. Crosslink Competition provides arrive and drive programs that include driver coaching, data analysis, and engine rental programs for all major events in the 2020 season. Team Crosslink is scheduled to compete at the Scusa Pro Tour, Rock Cup USA, and the United States Pro Kart Series events, as well as regional and local programs from their home base in Texas. Crosslink Competition is a full retail shop for the Xfree and OTK parts line. Many new and used packages are available right now through their Dallas headquarters. Drivers interested in making the jump from karting to cars, Crosslink provides a streamlined opportunity for you. Team Crosslink Kiwi Motorsports was the 2019 F4 United States Championship title winner, providing the perfect transition within the same operation. Drivers looking to compete with an elite level karting program or to pick up gently used team equipment are asked to call 214-432-4413. Be sure to follow all the team's social media platforms at Team Crosslink. Welcome back to episode 29 of This Week in Karting. Lots to talk about. And as we said from the top of the broadcast, again, this uh, edition brought to you by Acceleration Kart Racing. Uh, we're talking a lot about 2021 schedules, dates, that kind of, locations, that kind of thing. Uh, David, sh- shout out to Marco Oldoffer and, and the crew at F-Series Gear Up Challenges. They had to, uh, speaking of challenges, they dealt with a lot of them through this COVID-19 uh, situation, moving dates around, trying to get events in. Uh, they were supposed to do a lot more dates. They ended up, I think they were going to do six races on the season. They ended up doing three. Interesting as, because you say this all the time, less is more. Uh, for 2021, Marco and the F-Series Gear Up Challenge locking down to three major events at, at three solid venues up in the Northeast. Yeah, and it's it's a very, uh, it's a it's a change from what they typically have done. They've typically done four events, seven rounds of racing, uh, including, you know, one double header, uh, this year, you know, 2020 was a bit of a chaotic year for them, obviously being in the Northeast area. Uh, they had to deal with, with obviously COVID-19 guidelines in certain areas of, of New York and New Jersey and, and, and elsewhere and all, along with Pennsylvania as well too. So, uh, so the four, so essentially they did a, a three event, six round format for 2020. They're going to come back again with that uh, in this year. So it seemed to like be it. that that less is more type mentality that we we're we're kind of always preaching about, and uh, it seemed to work for them in the in the 2020 season. So they're moving forward with that. 
in uh, 2021, going to obviously three different states, three different uh, great facilities uh, in the Northeast region, starting it all off with uh, Pittsburgh International Race Complex uh, on May 14th through the 16th before moving up to the New York Race Complex in northern New York on July 30th through the August 1st. That event hopefully will be able to allow uh, Canadians by that point yeah. to come across the border to uh, no kidding. right there, right on the border of, of Canada. So uh, hopefully we'll, we'll see some Canadians coming down for that event. Uh, and then everything wraps up on September 17th through the 19th at New Jersey Motorsports Park. Yeah, uh, thefseries.com is the website to get more information. But I really like this uh, the idea of going down to the three events. There, there's a lot of racing going on in the Northeast, through New York, through New Jersey, through Pennsylvania. Um, you know, obviously, Marco also has kind of a regional program that they run as well. This really puts three focused events for the drivers that run their particular categories from their particular uh, class structure. This is going to be good. And as you said, David, three really solid race venues as well in, in Pitt, New York Race Complex, and New Jersey Motorsports Park. So uh, I like what they're doing for sure. Let's stay, David, in the east, in the northeast. Uh, and you know, obviously, one of the, the things that you and I have been kind of keeping an eye on is kind of the resurgence of the Rotax program. Uh, you know, putting everything under the racerotax.com banner uh, as J3 Competition and the crew and RTX group down in uh, in the south uh, working to build this program. But uh, J3 Competition focusing, again, on that grassroots level, right, to try to, to, try to reestablish the Rotax program grassroots, whether it's club tag racing, regional racing, whatever it may be. But, David, they put together their, their uh, Rotax Trophy Series East They've got the final two locations confirmed, which with what will be a four event schedule for 2021. Yeah, we talked about this program in our last podcast or this week in karting. Uh, you know, under the Race Rotax banner, you know, they're looking at growing regional programs again. And, you know, to complement what the F series is doing in the Northeast, the Rotax Trophy Series East is gonna is gonna help provide, you know, seven solid events uh in the Northeast region for for competitors to go to uh, uh, in the 2021 season. Uh, as we talked about in our last show, the opening two events are going to be at OVRP and United Karting in Baltimore, uh, May 7th through the 9th for the opener at uh, Cuddybackville, New York, uh, and then June 9th through 11 in uh, at the United Karting facility, one of the newer newer facilities that we have in the sport. Yeah. Uh, they did confirm the, the the final two locations for, for 2021, June 25th through the 27th at the Lafayette Motorsports Park in Lafayette, New York, and then July 16th through the 17th, uh, New Jersey Motorsports Park in Millville, New Jersey. So uh, again, that the program, this one is actually expanding to four, it was three last year. It was kind of a quick, you know, let's get these tracks working together program with OVRP, United Karting, and Lafayette. Now this year they add New Jersey Motorsports Park to the program to put up their uh, the series finale. So both these Northeast programs uh, wrapping it up uh, in Millville. Yeah, no doubt about that. And uh, let's go to racerotax.com if you want information on the Rotax Trophy Series East. Uh, of course, the grand finals tickets available to champions as well for 2021. David, you, you kind of sit back and look at it, right? Two, the, the two essentially primary programs up there. No conflicts. You know, a couple of races in May, uh, a couple of races in June, a couple of races in July, and one in September, and six different facilities 
getting activated uh, for these two programs. That's I, I like what's kind of happening in the Northeast. It's it's kind of been there by itself. We've obviously had a lot of drivers, great drivers from the Northeast, running national events, running the major East Coast events, but they have their own community up there, and it's great to see what will now be seven major you know regional events both in the F-Series and the Ro- Race Rotax program running up there in the Northeast. Yeah, there's going to be no shortage of racing uh, or karting in uh, in the Northeast this year because, a lot, as you said, a lot of competitors and teams from the area still go to the, some of the national events. So uh, a busy, 21, busy 2021 schedule coming up. All right, another break in the action here on This Week in Karting. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, kind of move more into the Ohio area uh, for this particular uh, run through what we've got going on. Again, all about 2021. Again, we're going to talk Pro-Am Karting Championship, and we're going to talk about the Buckeye Karting Challenge. Stay with us again. Lots on the other side of this break. It's time to put 2020 behind us and start planning for 2021. Get out your calendar and mark off the dates for the fastest growing Rock Cup program in the U.S., the Challenge of the Americas. It's our 14th season and 2021 will be the biggest yet. We set a new series record at Cal Speed last February at 142 entries, and that's where we're kicking off the year on January 22 to 24. We're picking up where we left off and it is going to be huge. As always, the challenge features three weekends at three of the finest tracks in the West. And for 2021, that's Cal Speed Karting in Fontana, the Phoenix Kart Racing Association in Glendale, and Sonoma in NorCal Wine Country. Our classes include Micro, Mini Junior, Senior, and Masters Rock, our Multi-Manufacturer 100cc Junior, Senior, and Masters level, and our well-supported Rock Shifter and Rock Shifter Masters program. While other West Coast programs are shrinking, the Challenge of the Americas and Rock Cup are growing. Don't miss out on the fun, the atmosphere, and the hardcore racing of the Challenge. Prizes include tickets to the Rock Super Final in Italy and the Rock the Rio event in Las Vegas. The Challenge opener is less than three months away, so head to our website at challengecarding.com, pull out that calendar, and lock in the dates, and we'll see you in Fontana. All over the karting world, everyone knows OTK is the gold standard for quality and performance. In the U.S., OTK USA is the source for all things OTK. From the legendary Tony Kart brand to the race-winning Cosmic and Xpree chassis and the new for 2020 in the U.S., the Red Speed and the EOS, OTK quality is second to none. All five brands are winning races and championships across the country in national programs like the Rock Cup Florida Winter Tour and the Challenge of the Americas, the Scusa Pro Tour and the Scusa Winter Series and the Pro Kart Challenge, and the United States Pro Kart Series and the WK Manufacturers Cup. And OTK products are also front and center on the podium of club and regional races from coast to coast. To learn more about a specific product line or to find the OTK USA dealer near you, whether it's Tony Kart, Cosmic, Xpree, Red Speed, or EOS, visit www.otkusa.com. Specific chassis territories are still available, so kart shops interested in adding a winning component to their product lineups can contact OTK directly. 
Welcome back to the EKN Radio Network and the EKN Podcast Program. Rob Howden alongside David Coles. We really are kind of focusing on bringing everybody up to date on what's happening in 2021 as we say good riddance to 2020. Hopefully we'll say good riddance to COVID-19 as well. Uh, David, we, we went from the West Coast and, uh, and the Southwest, California. We moved up to the Northeast, talked about F-Series and the Race Rotax Trophy East Series. Now we're going to kind of slot into Ohio. Uh, let's start with the Pro-Am Karting Championships, which of course takes uh, place down at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati. The facility now under the ownership of Sean Bailiff and his family. They've done a ton of stuff to that facility to bring it up you know, to, to another level. Just kind of the way that Sean Bailiff and the, and the whole Trinity Karting Group handles everything they do, right? Absolute pro. They're building this pro. Number one, they're building the track up. And it's become kind of a destination track, more serious looking at coming to that uh, that facility. Plus, they have their own Pro-Am Karting Championship that's really brought uh, brought kind of the national level categories to racing around that Ohio-Cincinnati area. Yeah, you, they they established the, the program in 2020, obviously, before all the uh, the pandemic hit. And we're, we're trying to uh, to make it a... a uh, a breakthrough season for the facility, as you said, making the transition in ownership yeah. and uh, and trying to make it a, a premier facility for the state of Ohio. So uh, I think they're they're doing that in the many multiple uh, uh, amenity changes that they've done and then facility changes as well. And and coming up in in 2021, they'll be doing circuit additions to it, yeah. uh, adding uh, adding adding length to the racetrack and multiple configurations. Then more so than what they already have to it. So again, uh, making it a, one of the premier facilities in the state of Ohio, but uh, essentially the Pro-Am Karting Championship, you got to start somewhere in, in club racing. And, and so they established the series. Uh, they got four events off in the 2020 schedule uh, and going to, uh, to seven rounds, thankfully, hopefully through April and October uh, for the 2021 season. Um, they had a, a finale this past year actually was on the day of Halloween. Uh, and then they go, they're going to move forward with that in 2021. So their finale on October 30th, I believe will be their cartoween event. So a little bit of a celebration of carding and the Halloween all in the same day. Uh, but as you said, it's kind of, it's kind of a program to bring the national level categories such as the IAMI categories, uh, to yeah. the club level in the state of Ohio. So, the majority of the class structure follows that with the mini the micros, the X thirties and the K 100 categories as well. Uh, but one of the key uh, aspects of their program is the ignite carding program uh, categories that they have included uh, with senior, junior and masters following the, uh, the ignite uh, rule structure and chat spec chassis program with the Briggs and Stratton power plant. But they're also opening up to uh, CIK LO 206 divisions with senior and masters and uh, they're making a little bit of changes. Um, shifter numbers weren't quite there. And there's actually, you know, people wanting to come race the, race the program, but there's no class available. So they essentially created an open category, uh, which will include shifters, probably some tags, and and who knows what will what will show up for, uh, yeah. for the class. A little run what you brung, right? Yeah, essentially what, yeah. Uh, what the name of it is. But I like it open, more professional, but uh, run right. what you brung. But- it's very old school, very club. <laughs> oriented name 
It's also old school stock car racing for sure, right? Now, and that's and that's the pro, the pro and the am, professional and the amateur. You got the pro stuff with the, all the IAMI categories that you would have on the Supercarts USA Pro Tour, or potentially on the USPKS program. You got the amateur racing with the Ignite, the Margay Ignite classes, and the, the, the 206 class, and then the open category as well, as you said. Uh, they'll run, of course, the MG tires uh, on the IAMI program, Hoosier tires on on Ignite. Uh, looking forward to, I think, what will be a really good program of what is at the Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati. That's their club program. A lot of members involved in that program as well. And they're taking some of those racers with Trinity Karting Group and taking them to other events like the USPKS, Daytona Kart Week, whatever it may be. So it's just a really good base program uh, out of that facility. David, staying in Ohio, we've, we've kind of been developing our relationship and, and our line of communication with the good folks from the Buckeye Karting Challenge because when you look at what the 206 has done, especially in the West and the East Coast, all in different areas, of course, of the country, but man, there's a lot of momentum uh, with the 206, whether it be the, the Cup Carts North America program or their Grand Nationals. The one that the series that we probably should shine even more light on is this Buckeye Karting Challenge because, man, the, the amount of numbers they got coming out of the gate last year and this year, this is really a growing and vibrant series. It is. It's the state championship that is, you know, with, with the Briggs and Stratton movement that we've seen over the last, what, eight, nine years now. Uh, it, it's getting grassroots racers back to the racetrack and then when you have a state championship like this, it, it brings them all together into, into one under one banner and one umbrella all racing together and against each other. So uh, that's essentially what we've seen over the last two years with the Buckeye Karting challenge, uh, which is now moving to uh, um, five race weekends in 2021. Sorry, I, I keep, keep trying to say 2020, but I'm going to say 2021. You'll break the habit. Don't I know it's like writing it when you're, when you're doing checks and, and all the other stuff. But uh, uh, yeah. So last year was, uh, was six race weekends in 2020 this year, moving down to just five events in 2021. The change for that um, is to allow racers to do more than just, you know, what they're, what they're doing at the club and regional level. Cause they do actually That's have some, I, yeah, less is more. And we keep saying that, um, you do, David. but, uh, it's to allow their racers to go and do other things as well too, yeah. you know, uh, because they're actually getting, you know, national level racers, uh, taking part in the, in the state championship program that they have. Well, let's, let, let's look at the schedule as well. You're talking about all the, you know, all the, all the primary tracks in Ohio, May 16th, they'll kick things off at G and J Cartway. Uh, fast forward a month later, a little over a month, June the 26th, the Thompson Cart Raceway. July 18th, the Circleville Raceway Park. August the 22nd at Fremont Raceway Park. And then, uh, of course, the, the track that's now opened up uh, with the purchase by the Bailiffs Motorsports Country Club of Cincinnati on October the 24th. And David, I love, I, I like the break as well, right? Once a month kind of thing. May, June, July, August, nothing in September. And then October, I, I like I like when you have that kind of cadence. And again, like you said, it allows people to it allows club racers to run their club for the championship and then go run regionally. It allows regional racers then to do if they want to run regionally, they can also do a bunch of national events as well. I think it's a great great lineup. And we'll see how how that fares. Uh, you know, last year, twenty twenty, they averaged one hundred twenty five entries. Uh, combined with the four cycle and two cycle categories that they had. So we'll see if that increases uh, for 2021 or if it kind of stays the same, depending on the, uh, you know, with one less race that they're going to have. 
Uh, and again, they're going to continue with uh, that class structure of mixing both two cycle and four cycle. Uh, one change though that they are making for the new season, uh, it's it's something that we we kind of we kind of highlighted over the last two years of of what they do, and now they're not going to be doing it anymore. <laughs> we uh, like this, but yeah, is the, uh, is the P pick format the uh, the no qualifying two heat races and a final type format stuff you see at a club. And, and we kind of, we kind of talked about it over the last two years with them. We really enjoyed that, that factor, but I think they've had enough feedback from the racers who, who are part of it and want to be part of it that uh, it's just, it wasn't working for them or, you know, it didn't, it didn't incorporate um, um, safe racing, maybe possibly, uh, you know, obviously safety is always a factor when you have, <laughs> if you have fields uh, differing in, in uh, speed time. So they'll go to a, a qualifying pre-final and final format, but they might still reserve the right to, uh, to invert the field randomly uh, for the pre-final event. So we'll see, we'll see how they shake things up. We won't beat on them too much, David. I know we, you, you and I are both fans of the P pick. So we'll, we'll, we'll leave, you know, we'll lay off on them a little bit on that one. They, if, as long as you're listening to their customers, it's a good call, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it said that that's, that's exactly it. You know, I mean, at, we see that over and over again, you know, people just, like qualifying and we don't maybe because we both stuck at it <laughs> maybe, that, maybe that's what it is that's funny all right folks another quick break in the action here we come back we're going to talk briggs and stratton we're going to talk a little bit of margay ignite action a new dealer for that program we're going to talk about a, a, a twice around the clock i guess it is event that's uh, back again uh, with some big news stay with us we'll continue with this week in karting after this break I think we all know that in racing, every kid's dream is to progress through to the top levels of motorsports. Take that first step with the Will Power Kart. This new karting chassis was launched in collaboration with IndyCar champion Will Power, Kart Republic, Kart Sport North America, and MPG Motorsports. Two models are available through Will Power Kart with the WP12 and WP Mini which will get you from cadet all the way through the shifter kart categories. In its first season, Will Power Kart secured victories and podiums at the national, regional, and club level, including two United States Pro Kart Series championships. The kart is primed and ready to take you to victory lane. Visit willpower.com to learn more about their chassis lineup and follow them on all social media platforms. Will Power Kart. All power. Are you done with the craziness of 2020 and ready for 2021 to get underway? Everyone at Supercarts USA certainly is. If you're planning to race with Supercarts USA next year, we have the answer. Spring training is only a few weeks away. So get out of the cold and come join us in South Florida for our 2021 Winter Series. The Scusa Winter Series is back for its third season. AMR Homestead Miami Motorplex is the place to be in January and February. This is the ideal opportunity to shake off the rust and get ready for the new season. And the track at Homestead always offers tight and competitive racing. This is the tune-up for the Pro Tour, and all the national classes are on the schedule. Get ready to rock at the Scusa Winter Nationals in New Orleans by racing against Scusa's best at the Winter Series. Registration is open for the first round of the series, which will fire up the 2021 season on the January 8th to 10th weekend. The second doubleheader is set for February 12 to 14. 
You can get all the program's information on SuperkartsUSA.com and register now at MotorsportsReg.com. The Supercarts USA Winter Series, spring training. We'll see you there. All right, back at it here again. David Cole and myself, Rob Howden, presenting episode 29 of This Weekend Karting. It's December the 16th. Shout out to Acceleration Kart Racing for being our presenting sponsor of this particular edition of the show. Uh, David, obviously, we have a, a fantastic relationship with Briggs & Stratton Racing. Not only that, we're huge fans of the program itself. You and I get a chance to drive a handful of times a year, maybe less for me, but uh you know what? Uh, good to see the 2021 Briggs 206 rule set come out. I think we're all always waiting to see what kind of adjustments may be made. It's normally just a little, little bit of fine-tuning. They've done such a great job with the program. Give us the lineup of really what's happening because there's really no major change to the rule set this year. I was going to say there is no lineup because there, there's no major rule changes. Uh, you know, that's that's one thing they've been consistent with. Uh, since the beginning of of the 206 program is uh keeping things the same and not trying to uh to uh stir the nest any any but any anything at all <laughs> sorry uh but uh yeah so essentially the same type of rule set that we, they've been following over the last few years uh a new addition though to uh to the rule set for the 2021 season uh obviously left-handed chassis are becoming a, a popular trend uh in the sport but uh, and so they've adjusted that uh, with uh, introducing the new RLV EXF 5511 exhaust header for the left side engine. So that new exhaust header will be allowed for the 2021 season. Uh, the 5506 RLV header candy cane style will still be permitted this season. Uh, and then probably what they'll do is uh, review and uh, see a need for any adjustments for the 20. 22 season. Uh, aside from that, uh, an in carburetor inspection process is the only rule clarification that was made uh, to the rule set. So really, as we said, you know, no major changes. And uh, yeah. again, basically take the engine you ran all season long and run it again this year. And as always, uh, BriggsRacing.com is where you can go to download the rule set there. Obviously, uh, have a look at BriggsRacing.com uh, if you haven't been there, because there's a lot of great information there as well. Uh, David, one of the things that we, we've seen kind of develop over the last couple of years we've been excited about, we've never been able to be part of it, but hopefully one day we will. I'm not sure whether or not I'll be able to get down this year. We'll look at it. But the SimCraft 24-hour event, which was held in Florida for the last couple of years, we talked about this before, moving to uh, New Orleans, NOLA Motorsports Park, and they've actually added a heavy class uh, for 2021. You and I can talk about the fact that Masters is – Weighted perfectly at 365. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, uh, TJ Halsma, obviously looking at the, the different racers they've had come, right? They've had a couple of years of this. Last year, a fantastic uh, turnout. I expect they're going to see 40 teams this year for this 24-hour race, which is amazing. Um, but looking at some of the, the racers they had, making a move to add a heavy class at 395 pounds. When you think about the amount of people that would be interested in coming to this 24-hour race. I think we've seen how, already how how popular this event has become. This seems like a really good idea to me to have that you know that that race within a race for guys that are just a little bit heavier. Yeah, last year I think was a combined 30 teams. I'm trying to look up uh, the, the the entries from last year, but yeah, it and again I I, I think it was. I think you're right, David. Yeah, I, I think you're right. 
I don't know how 230 pound drivers are racing Briggs, to be honest, but that's a sidebar. We won't get into that, even though it, it irks me and over. But uh, 30, 34 teams last year uh, made uh, the field. And again, it was a mixture. They had 22 in the uh, in the pro category, 11 in the Masters, and then one solo driver that made oh, 1,087 laps. So, I can't even imagine that. A new I cannot a, even imagine. A Guinness world record. That's yeah, just, it's un- unbelievable. It's amazing. So, hey, so listen. So here's the thing. We'll throw it out there for TJ. We, just so you know, we've for those of you who be listening here, obviously this this podcast is going out on the radio network this week. I think David said you're going to try to have it for a podcast before the end of the weekend. I just pinned down TJ Halsma for Monday for a face-to-face on our YouTube live show. We're going to bring Jason Burgess in as well, I believe. They're flagmen. So I pinned that down just about an hour ago, David. I forgot to tell you. Um, so that'll be Monday. Um, that's going to come up. So there'll be more information there coming from him. But listen, 395 pounds. We could talk to TJ about that, Dave. But the the bottom line is they could adjust that back and forth. But really, I think it's just the opportunity of putting another class out there. They could drop it to 385 yeah, if they had to, right? It's, it's flexible. But yeah, I think I it's know. just more of a more of a focus on, Hey, you know what? We've got, we got another group of people here that maybe not be, maybe can't get down to the three sixty five number. That's exactly it. You know, it's, it's more focused at at an inclusive event and with the move to NOLA motorsports, uh, the pit lane is massive. The paddock is massive. So they're able to add, you know, they're probably going to have probably close to 50 teams this year is, is, as I think what the goal is for, for TJ and, and the SimCraft crew, uh, you know, to be able to do that, you got to be allowed, you know, got to have the opportunity to not everybody wants to race against pro guys. And, and some people don't mind putting 30 pounds of lead on their, yep. on their cart to, uh, to be in a separate class, you know, and, you know, hopefully, you know, down the road, whether it be next year or the year after, they'll be able to have a pro, a semi pro, a masters, a heavy, you know, they'll be able to have maybe five or six different categories going off going around the racetrack at the same time. So a very Lamar style, very 24 hour Daytona uh, feel to it with all these different categories, all racing to be first in class. Uh, For those of you who were part of the action last year, registration will begin on January the 1st, the very first day of the year for returning teams. Uh, If you're looking for some more information, it's 24hrsofnola.com. 24hrsofnola.com for more information on this year's SimCraft 24-hour event. Uh, David, before we went to the break, I mentioned that we we're going to be talking a bit about Margate Ignite, and we have a new dealer for the Ignite program. And actually, it's a team that is making a lot of waves over the last uh, couple of years here, have uh, have have moved into the big time into the WKA. They had a huge team at, at the Brickyard. They're doing a lot of stuff. They have a massive team heading to Daytona. And of course, I'm talking about Amax Racing, which is based in Indianapolis, Indiana. They've, they've been added to the list of Ignite karting dealers and will be, now be a uh, the, the central Indiana Ignite dealer for the Margate Ignite program. Yeah, that's one event. That's been one of the key elements of, of with Margate Racing and the Ignite program is not just having it all go through them. It's, it's getting the, these carts out to all the different pot, potential racers. And, and what better way than to have, obviously, dealers across the country uh, presenting this this great spec package, entry, you know, entry level or returning or whatever, or just wanted to, to make it, wanted to go out and make some laps uh, is, is adding to the dealership network that they've established. You know, they have they have a great stronghold in the Midwest area. And now they've added another uh, 
uh, strong element with, uh, with AMAX racing, because not only are they able to support local racers at the, the Whiteland Raceway Park there near Indianapolis and along with Newcastle Motorsports Park, but they also have a race team that travels to different events. And as you said, that includes the WKA Manufacturers Cup Series, which is now brought in the Ignite karting package as a, as a class for the entire 2021 ske- schedule. So you can rate, you don't have to race with Margate. You can race with Trinity karting group. You can race with now Amax racing and other racing teams or, or shops uh, with the Margate Ignite banner. You mentioned that uh, Amax Racing will be part of the WK Manufacturers Cup Series as they were this year. They're also going to be at all the USAC karting events for 2021. If you're an Ignite racer, again, you're always, you know, we're always looking at those major events, right? Daytona Kart Week will kick things off for the Ignite Majors of 2021. Uh, Charlotte for the big massive event that'll be there on both, you know, the, the, the event that's going to have sprint, road race, and dirt again, April the 15th to the 18th. Uh, the Quincy Grand Prix, Quincy in the Park event, June the 12th and 13th, obviously a major for the Ignite program. Battle at the Brickyard, July the t- uh, 2nd to the 4th. I will not be able to make it this year. Tears will fall. Uh, Newcastle Motorsports Park as well, David, on September the 17th to 19th. Yeah, as you said, boom, major events right there. AMAX Racing will be part of all of those, uh, not to mention, as we said, Whiteland Raceway Park, where uh, Ignite Karting is is a class, a, cl- a, cl- a class at the club there. Uh, and then other places, I mean, even even Ignite Racers can race in the in the 206 categories. That are offered up in the Route 66 program that uh, Amax follows as well too. So pl- plenty of opportunities for uh, for Amax Racing to introduce the uh, the Ignite program to uh, current and and possible racers. All right, folks, final break in the action of this particular edition of This Weekend Carding. When we get back, as we always do in this particular show, we will kind of update what we've had on the website in terms of editorial podcasts on the EKN Radio Network as well, and we'll fill you in on what we've got coming on EKN. Stay with us, folks. We'll wrap it all up after this break. In racing, experience is priceless. Franklin Motorsports is a leader in the karting industry with over 50 years of combined karting experience, and we can provide you with everything you need to go racing. With a large online product selection, select track support events, and a wide variety of shop services, Franklin Motorsports is your complete karting source. Check out our online store at franklincart.com, where all our products are just a mouse click away. We ship daily to ensure that you get your order as quickly as possible, and we are constantly adding new products to our online store. We specialize in IME engines, tillet seats, ceramic product line, OTK products, Briggs and Stratton engines, and of course, our championship winning Merlin chassis. In our online store, you'll find a variety of items to fit your karting needs. Franklin Motorsports is also known for our wide variety of services and is home to Innovative Engine Works by FMS, our in-house engine service department. Frame straightening, cart prep, and dyno testing are all services offered regularly at Franklin Motorsports. For all things karting, visit franklincart.com. If you've seen it on track, it's certainly caught your eye. It's the Nitro Lefty Briggs Chassis. Fresh off a dominating performance at the 2019 Cup Kart North America Grand Nationals at Newcastle Motorsports Park last November, drivers stunned with their new Nitro Lefty Chassis. 
It's certainly a different approach with many benefits. The American-made Nitro Lefty is designed for the Briggs LO206 class with a left-side mounted engine for better weight distribution. This cart features easy access clutch maintenance, the ability to run one-piece gears for better chain runout, and MCP brakes with a lightweight brake rotor. The 2020 Nitro Lefty Briggs is available in cadet and full-size frames. The Nitro Lefty responds to changes just like our two-cycle chassis. It's enabled my son to win big races and championships all across the country. Welcome back to the final segment here on This Weekend Karting, episode number 29. Rob Howden alongside David Cole. We thank you for tuning in here, either on the EKN Radio Network or on the downloadable podcast. Uh, David, we've had uh, we've had our head down since everything happened in March uh, with the COVID shutdown. Really has you know pushed us to do different things. Our editorial cranking, as always, podcasts coming out. Had a lot of fun with the YouTube channel as well here in the second half of the year, and it'll be one of the big things we focus on in 2021. But we kicked out a bunch of editorial over the last couple of weeks since our edition of This Week in Karting. Knocked out an industry insider. We did a report uh, and some insight on Technocart USA, that legendary name coming back with Laurent Tumar Dan and Christian Vomir. We'll be seeing that Technocart name rolling. Uh, also, a race report came in from the, the good folks at Tillotson as they had their Florida Cup. Uh, just about a week ago. Yeah, interesting uh, uh, event uh, situated in the month of December. Not a lot going on. So great opportunity for them to uh, to host a, a one-off event uh, with the, the Florida Cup event uh, at Anderson Raceway Park. Uh, essentially 20 different drivers from, I think, around the country uh, were invited or were welcome to uh, to compete. Uh, essentially open chassis rules with, uh, with the Tillerson 225 engine. As a spec package for that event, uh, Margay driver uh, Jed Perkins was able to score score the victory and take home uh, uh, the prize package for that. Yeah, twenty five hundred bucks, I think, wasn't it's it? Good, good payday. That's solid payday for sure. Jed Perkins, obviously, second generation driver. David, you, we also named our November driver of the month, and uh, a shout out to Ryan Kinnear for his performance at the Rock the Rio. Yeah, definitely. Ryan Kinnear, one of the top shifter cart drivers, master shifter cart drivers in the country. He and uh, and Jordan Musser went at it once again. Uh, Kinnear was able to uh, to defend his last year's Rock the Rio victory at this year's Rock the Rio in Las Vegas uh, aboard the uh, the Phil Giebler Racing uh, Ricardo Kart, uh, racing under the PSL tent that weekend. So uh, Kinnear, the 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 crazy story about his his event. It was only the second time, third time really in a year that he has been in a cart, essentially since last year's Rock the Rio. So he raced Supernat, was out of the cart until the Supernat shootout that was held in October. So essentially was out of the seat for for roughly 11 months, got back in the cart, raced that event, and then went to Rock the Rio and nearly swept the entire event, had uh, um, rain come in the uh, on the fourth heat race, and essentially he took it easy trying not to get collected and a lot of uh, miscues by a lot of the drivers in the wet conditions, so uh, didn't get, didn't get, wasn't able to uh, to score the race win in that, but uh, held on to uh, earn the pole position and lead wire to wire to the victory. As everyone knows, one of the things that we do do with all the content we push out, anything that's video or audio, it ends up working its way to our podcast channels. Uh, 
So a lot of the recent shows have, have made their way into the podcast. David, uh, we're available through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, but uh, a number of other podcast outlets. Before before you give the lineup of podcasts that you've pre- prepared and got out there, we're on a bunch more stuff now too, right? We have been. You know, as we keep saying, we're on any type of podcast outlet that you download your your, your content from. You know, there's so many out there. <laughs> it's hard. You can't list them all. So we just kind of list kind of the general more popular ones, especially Podbean, because that's where we host all our our podcasts from. And, and Podbean is able to to uh, distribute our podcasts to all the different uh, platforms that you can that you can download from, including iTunes and Google Play, Spotify. You talk about iHeartRadio, you know, all these major podcast or, or radio show outlets uh, that uh, that can have many many, many hours of content. Uh, you can, you, all you have to do is search up Ecan Radio Network. That's really all you need to do, no matter where you get your podcast from, you should be able to download it right from there. So tell us what, uh, what, what did you, did we knock up there in the last couple of weeks? Yeah. In the last two weeks, we got obviously our last this week in carding episode, episode 28 from December 2nd, uh, our face-to-face, uh, uh, interview with the Mazda Motorsports shootout winners, with Alex Berg and Bryson Morris. We had a good conversation with them about uh, uh, their two-day event at Road Atlanta and becoming uh, 2021 factory Mazda drivers. Uh, and then also we added uh, recently, the we went back to the archives and pulled out one of the old uh, Happy Hour with Howden shows that we did back in the past. Uh, this one from August 4th, 2006. We were at the uh, Stars of Karting Shano, Wisconsin event. Uh, we got to talk with Mike Vincek and uh, Brent Smurs, who were actual Formula BMW selections. I, I, I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about this because I don't remember the program, but they were they were selected by I think by us to go do a driver driver course in Valencia, Spain. Is that how it all worked? Do you recall? Yeah, I, you know what? I don't remember. That was the reason they were on the show, though. That's 14 years ago. I know, but I, and it was the year we actually went to the BMW. Uh, it was World Final yeah, World in Final. Valencia, in Valencia. That's so. right. We did go to that one. But, well, man, wow. <laughs> I gotta go. I did. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. Yeah. I'll go back and listen. So, to it. so they were on the show. We had some, some knob named Paul Zalud, the stars of carding owner. <laughs> Uh, he was, he was always on our shows when we had, a. <laughs> and then, uh, well, he, he loved to talk. That was the one thing that Paul did. He loved to talk. Never an issue. He, he was not shy from the microphone. And, but listen, obviously Paul's a very good friend of mine, definitely left his mark in the sport in terms of, uh, what he did with the stars of carding that program. And as then of course went on from there to, to build the Pacific Grand Prix, uh, carding facility in Kent, Washington. So, uh, Paul's uh, Paul's doing well. I touch base with him once or twice a year, so it's always good to hear from him. I was say you're just saying that because he gets your wine. <laughs> I actually I haven't had any wine. He, he, listen, he keeps in, every time I go to Seattle, he invites me to come up for wine, and we just never do. I've got to come up and I got to barrel through that uh, wine cellar his little bit and spend some money. That's a good idea. <laughs> at, yeah. at Chateau de Paul, um, <laughs> and then also on the show was uh, Jamie Siraki and Steve Welch yeah. from Franklin Motorsports. Who else was there? Uh, that was that was who was on the show. I mean, on the were, show, okay. there were there were other people around the area. Obviously, always had a, uh, always guys hanging around when we do it, right? Yeah, they, there was a it was a Friday night uh, dinner party that uh, we kind of did it by. They had mu- live music going on, and that was when Scott Poppy was uh, was in charge of the uh, the racetrack, and he he liked to put on a show uh, when the late Scott Poppy, right? 
Rest in peace, man. Great dude that guy was. I like Scott a lot. Uh, ECAN Radio Network coming up as well. So remember, folks, the super uh, any kind of content, it goes on the ECAN Radio Network first, then David turned into a podcast. And same goes with our YouTube channel. Obviously, it gets turned into a podcast as well. Um, ECAN Radio Network, of course, coming up, Dave. It's our 24 uh, 7 a week channel. You can download it to your, your phone, the ECAN Radio Network app. 24-7 content. This episode, of course, This Week in Carding, uh, people are listening to it now. You're probably listening to it on the app or on the podcast. Uh, what else are you going to have coming up on the radio network? Yeah, as you mentioned earlier, we'll have a, a face-to-face with uh, TJ from SimCraft 24 Hours of NOLA. We'll, we'll, so we'll be having that up on the radio network next week sometime after we get that recorded on our YouTube page. Uh, we'll have additional rewinds and, and face-to-face uh, interviews coming up uh, as well on the radio network. Uh, and, you know, obviously, the next two weekends is going to be you know, a little bit less content because we have Christmas break and then we have New Year's as well, too. So, uh, so a lot of old stuff that we'll probably be playing over the next uh, two weeks. Well, I'm going to be hanging out between Christmas and New Year's. I know a lot of people will be down in Daytona. Maybe we'll see if we can't get one of the day, couple of the Daytona winners to come on and join me for a, a face-to-face. I know you're going to be taking some time off with the family. Well-deserved. I'll see if I can't set up a couple of uh, couple of face-to-face shows on YouTube uh, with some winners from from Daytona. What is coming up on eCarding News, David? You're, you're essentially the man who's in charge of what we do in terms of content. Uh, what's coming up overall on EKN, really? We start looking forward to 2021 now, don't we? We do. We do need to wrap up 2020, though. However, we do have a few events left to go uh, in the, on the calendar year and and the race season. When you look at it as a whole, we have the Sunshine Karting uh, Challenge that uh, will be running this weekend, along with I believe LAKC uh, out on the West Coast. So those will be the final events that we have to include on our 2020 Ecan Driver Ranking Schedule. So. Hopefully next week, probably Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll be able to officially announce those drivers who finish number one in the shifter cart and tag driver rankings for 2020. We'll also be firing things back up for the EK and Trackside Tour for 2021. Of course, brought to you by Cooper Tires. I'll be heading to AMR Motorplex in Homestead on January 8th to 10th for the opening round of the Supercarts USA Winter Series. David and I will then reconvene a couple of weeks later, January the 22nd to 24th for the opening round of the Challenge of the Americas. We head to the Phoenix Kart Racing Association in Glendale, Arizona. Full Trackside live coverage, audio, all the social media, all the race coverage that we do are nightly debriefs we'll rock those out as well and david cole the long-awaited trip to in and out burger will happen on january the 20th oh my gosh it's been so long <laughs> folks and that wraps up what you got what do you got it's been since february the end of february has it been almost a full year i almost forget what it smells and tastes like wow that's that's a that's tough that's the well, one thing a- about 2020 that's really pissed me off <laughs> well it's yeah i, I hear you I hear it's you. not the not seeing the family because who cares i mean i see them all the time what? they're gonna be there <laughs> in and out's not gonna yeah, you just can't get it I he will get it folks it. a week it's coming david david cole and i will hit in and out we'll take some pictures follow us on social media thanks for joining us here folks on the ekn radio network episode 29 of this week in carding is done on behalf of david cole my name is rob howden bye for now 